guys. Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today I've got my friend Brian Rimson. We're going to break down sheep units in Arizona. Brian, how you doing? I'm good, Jay. How are you? Good. I've been getting a lot of requests. I know I'm a little late uh, getting this podcast out, but I appreciate you uh, fitting me into your schedule. I know you're busy. Um, we've got the deadline coming up June 6th. Uh, Tuesday for Arizona and we've got the deer and and um, bighorn sheep both desert and rocky in the state of Arizona and I'm looking forward to kind of breaking this down you do a really good job with all the stats you had sent me some um, attachments and some different documents where you've kind of broken things down which is great you always you always kind of tickle into the numbers a little bit there and um, we might as well just dive right into it yeah sounds good man we can definitely do that. So tell us what's going on new in 2023 there with the regulations. I think the biggest thing, you know, for Arizona, which uh, I've never seen it in my lifetime, is that there's a overall 16 tag increase for sheep in Arizona. So we went from 140 last year to 156 tags this year. Uh, 17. There's a 17 tag increase for desert sheep, bringing us to 137. And there's a, a one-tag decrease in Rockies, dropping us down to 19. So that's a pretty substantial um, increase. And I think the biggest, most notable thing is for, you know, non-residents is that there are numerous additional multi, uh, multi-tag units. And then there's some other uh, added seasons where they split some seasons and, and stuff like that. But they increased overall tags. I think, you know, the most notable thing for non-residents is that um, – in the you're going to have 43a 15b west and 15c north i think are the three units that are accessible to you now that were not accessible to you before Uh, 12b east is added a third season 28 south is added a second season Uh, all of the 40b units have added a second season Uh, 41 west added a second season and then 43b split to two seasons this year last year was one season with eight tags this year it's two seasons i believe with four tags so there's some changes there. Um, I like that you know, change, by the way, Brian. I'm curious your thoughts. I mean, they had all the people, I think, jammed in there at one time. Um, you know, there's one train of thought. Everybody kind of hunts in the first couple of days, and then they're done. The second train of thought is, you know, you split it into two seasons. The sheep are going to get a lot more pressure because you've got pressure s- spread out over, you know, two two opening weekends, if you will, where they, you know, guys are really gung-ho. So, but it seemed like, I want to say there was, what, seven tags at one time. Um, now maybe there's four eight. and four, so now there's eight. Um, yeah, there were eight tags last year at one time. So, I mean, it's pretty pretty, pretty cool. busy unit. But but you've got time, you know, to hunt. I like the split structure better. Um, I mean, from a non-resident perspective, if you're looking at it, it, it kind of limits the number of tags available to you a little bit but it's still ultimately two tags and two tags that are available to you so it's uh it's definitely i think it's better they've bounced around they've had it they've gone away from it they've had it they've gone away from it i think it's just nice to spread people out because it it ultimately leads to less conflict so that's definitely a good thing you know and something that should be mentioned for residents who are you know in that max pool this year there are three residents i think in a 34 point pool and then there's a little over 100 or so in the 33 point pool so we're going to see guys draw max tags with 33 bonus points this year which is kind of exciting for them um and what should be noticed noted is that you know now this year with the big tag increase there's it went from 28 tags in the 
of eligible tags last year in the past to 31. So that's kind of exciting, you know, and given some more opportunity for those guys with, with that max point. And I mean, if you've got 33 points, you better pick wisely and what you want to do because in the next four to five years, you're going to have your shot um, at the unit, you know, that you want, but there's still some things that you got to take into pay attention. I mean, if you're an older guy getting up there and physical, this is a little difficult, you know, you're going to have to pay attention to some different things. Um, just overall recap from 2022, there were 180, I'm sorry, there were five desert Rams that were over 180. Uh, there were 37 total Rams that I counted. If my math is right, there were over 168, which is your Boone and Crockett minimum. So that's a big increase. Um, Fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, it was a great year for sure. And then in the Rocky realm, we had three Rams over 180 and a total of 13 Rams over 170. A couple of those, one of the 180 Rams was a, an auction Ram. So, I mean, but the, it just overall, you know, the sheep in Arizona are doing well. The Rockies are, you know, kind of hanging steady, but the deserts are definitely uh, something to be uh, noted. And definitely if you can get a tag, it's, it's, uh, it's worthwhile for sure. You know, Brian, um, take just a second for any of those listeners that are kind of just starting this process of applying for sheep and whatnot, um, whether they're residents or non-residents, and um, kind of hit on the, um, you know, some of the main things like a, re- a non-resident can't draw in any of the units that have one tag and, and, and some of that, so they kind of get an idea of how that um, the draw structure works. Yeah, I mean, reality is is that if you don't have you know, 30 plus points, you need to pay attention to a couple things as a non-resident, no matter how many points you have, don't put in for a unit with one tag. Cause you cannot draw it in order for a non-resident to draw a tag. You have to have at least two permits in the unit. Uh, and you, if not, you can't draw it. So don't waste a choice on a one tag unit. The other thing is, you know, you really want to pay attention if you're not in that 30 point pool uh, or 30 points or plus you, you want to pay attention to kind of where, traditionally your your max tags are drawn because those are tags that are not going to be eligible to you so you're going to kind of waste your time waste your point and i mean just a couple units that kind of always shine you know in that realm or the 22 the 24s the 28 uh 37a i mean 37a has three hunts and there were six tags in there five of the six tags were drawn by guys with max so i mean just avoid generally speaking that 22 24 and 37a you know it both 24s and 28 south had tags that went in in the random including 22 had a random tag uh, based on the numbers that game and fish published and there are some discrepancies in those numbers so take that with a grain of salt but i mean generally speaking avoid 22 24 28 and 37a uh, and, and you'll be good you'll be making wise choices as far as rockies are concerned you know, it surprised me, Jay, but all three tags in 6A went to guys with max. Um, the 127 hunt had a, uh, the tags all go on the max, and then the first hunt in 1 and 2B went in the max. So that's a, there's not that many Rocky tags when you look at it. There were, but there are uh, six of the Rocky tags last year. There were 20 went to guys with max. So that's, you know, you really just got to pay attention to where you're putting in and, and make wise decisions. And I mean, Arizona, in, just about any unit in Arizona can produce a book ram. So, I mean, really, you have a lot of options. So just make good decisions on where you're putting in and what you're what you're focusing on doing. Brian, um, 
I, I think we've said it a million times, but just be clear, guys. If, if you're a non-resident, you have to apply for units with two or more. And, and when you look at these numbers, you see so many examples where obviously non-residents are not getting that memo and applying for one tag units and basically wasting that whole choice. Um, they're obviously not listening to us, but it just kind of breaks my heart to think that people, they don't even know and they're applying for a unit that they don't even have a chance to draw. Yeah. And it's funny, Jay, because like over the years that we've done this podcast, you know, I look at the numbers and I can see, you know, who's applying for certain hunts and, and it definitely seems like some of the non-residents are starting to at least pay attention and get the hint because it, it does seem that there are some improvements in overall non-resident applicants, you know, avoiding those one tag units. But I mean, there are still units that you see them putting in for. And, and, and I think I should mention that obviously if you're a lifetime license holder and you moved out of state, then you are eligible for a one tag unit, even though you're a non-resident. But most of those people um, who have a lifetime license know that fact. But if you're just a strict non-resident, you cannot apply for the one tag units. You know, Brian, something you had mentioned, five rams, five desert rams, over 180. Um, I don't remember a single year where we've ever had five rams over 180. I remember back in like 12 when we had a couple really good years. I remember like three rams uh, over 180, but that that's a really big number. It was cool to see, and we're, we'll go over each unit, but, you know, a 183 come out of 12 beat be east that you highlighted um a 182 came out of aravipa and 3132 uh a big 180 inch uh ram out of 448 east which is you know just a not known for a great you you know big rams but definitely a place where a sleeper could be um then it looks like there was a 45c ram that went 181 um a 46b east ram at 181 and um, I mean, that's pretty phenomenal. One thing I, I do have to say on the record, I would be kind of disappointed with myself if I didn't say that. While I'm excited about 16 more opportunities for sheep guys, 17 desert and, and one off the, the rocky, it sure seems like a lot to me. I know we've had a couple good monsoon seasons. Um, I just hope that the quality and age class of sheep in Arizona doesn't, you know, I, I, I think on one hand, we had a great year like last year in five over 180. But on the other hand, I can see the writing on the wall a little bit. If we're going to take a little bit of the cream off the top, I worry that our age class um, is going to deplete and be diminished. And I know the Game and Fish, they do a great job with management, but just really, for the record, I, I, I hope that we can keep quality up and not tackle into that age class too much. Um, you know, 16 seems like an awful lot to me in a one-year increase. And I know they do their surveys on class three and four Rams and and all of that. And you hate to see like what happened up at, with the Nelson I in the unit 15s where, you know, we had, I was up there doing those raffle you know, guiding those raffle hunts, you know, years ago when we had 585, 600 sheep surveyed in, in 15D alone. And what happened is we got too many sheep and they, they got a disease and they died. And so hunters lost opportunity. I get that. Um, but I just hate to see Arizona's been known for their quality of sheep for years. And it's, it's, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because last year, you know, obviously 
you know, a bunch of big rams were killed. I just hate to see um, if this is the future of, you know, more opportunity. I hate to see the quality drop. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always a risk that you run. And I mean, I, I think that you look at some units, 37A, for example, has continually produced, you know, Boone and Crockett Rams. And I think they've gone to six tags for the last, this will be the fourth year, I think, coming up. And they continually produce, you know, like 75 to 80% of the Rams are Boone and Crockett Rams. But then you look at a unit like 6A uh, for Rockies that produced some solid, solid 180s, uh, a Ram that was, you know, the new state record, I think came out of 22 North when it was combined with 6A. But the reality is, is that that unit has seen some, you know, deterioration and, it, and it's down to really, it's tough to find a Ram over 170 in that unit. And, you know, you've also seen that in, in 22, the desert unit for 22 that's struggled over the years. You know, it used to, used to be able to go in there and, you know, find a giant Ram pretty easily. And, and now it's very difficult. You're still producing great 175 type sheep but it's not the 180, 185s that it used to produce. Yeah, I mean, I was I spent my sheep season last year in 22 and beat it up um, really good, I thought. And I don't think the other hunter killed. I think there was a no kill, and, and we really struggled to find anything good. It was really shocking to me. I, I, a lot of the guys that were scouting with me that know the unit really well, uh, you know, also commented like, you know, if we lost some sheep because we just did not see the numbers that we're used to and definitely didn't see the size of ram. I still still think there's, you know, a, a good ram or two around. I just think it, it's nothing like what it used to be. So definitely have a, a kind of a watch on that unit. Um, why don't we do this? I'll kind of go through the... the um, the regs and um why don't you go through the sheet that um you have that has the red on it and then we'll kind of ham and egg this if that makes sense we'll kind of go through each unit and you all right brian um let's just go down through the units and we'll kind of ham and egg this um starting out with units nine and ten last year uh there was a ram that was shot it looks like a young ram a 116 inch ram shot uh typically the that's the Cataract Canyon uh, units nine and ten share that. I think it has a longer season and a little bit different season structure there in nine and ten. Yeah, that's a tough hunt. I mean, it, it really takes the right the right hunter to be in there to do well. And if you don't get the right guy, the right person in there who's willing to really work at it, it's going to be it's not going to be an easy experience. I mean, we've seen better Rams killed out of there. I mean, in twenty twenty one, they killed a one sixty two and a one forty six. But generally speaking, it's a difficult hunt to draw. Um, it doesn't have any better draw odds than anywhere else, and they just don't kill big rams. So unless you know it and you really want to hunt it for some reason, you know, you can. I would avoid it just because there are much better units that have much better draw odds um, than there. Interesting thing we talked about non-residents. There are still 104 non-residents that applied for a one-tag unit. Um, so, and overall total applicants are 313 total applicants for the unit, which is an increase from last year to, from 2021 to 51, uh, of 51 applicants. So nothing special there. I would, I mean, I'm not going to dwell a lot of time on it unless you have homegrown knowledge, I would avoid it. We've got uh, unit 12A. It looks like the Ram was 145 uh, inches there, 14 inch bases, 14 and three on the other side of uh, five, five rings, um, one tag unit there in 12A. 
pretty standard hunt and uh 12a standard ram that's right on par with what they kill there again doesn't have great odds to draw it's a one tag unit there are better units to put in for it that have better sheep so unless you have homegrown knowledge and you really want to hunt that go for it uh it saw 212 non-resin supply for a one tag unit and that's an increase of 81 from the year prior so i'm not sure remember if you only have if you're a non-resident you have a one um only have if you're a non-resident you can't draw a one tag unit so nothing special there i mean i wouldn't apply for it but that's a that's to each their own next unit is uh 12b uh 154 a 151 a 167 then that big 10 year old 183 ram a 166 nine year old a 136 five year old a 143 nine year old um yeah, and a one. Yeah. Let's see, a one forty-three five uh, nine-year-old, twelve B. Um, man, the last couple of years now they've killed a couple really good Rams out of there. Yeah, that's twelve B East. You know, it's a it's a it can be a very rugged unit. Um, just notable, it's split into two hunts. So the first three Rams you read off were from the first hunt, and then that big Ram that was it actually ended up netting one eighty-four officially, I believe was guided by a Sam Derringer and obviously Sam knows that country and has killed big Rams in there before. So, I mean, it helps to have intimate knowledge or someone who has intimate knowledge of the unit. Cause obviously you can kill a big Ram in there. It's the second year it's produced a 180 Ram. Uh, it's definitely something that's getting on people's radar for, for big Rams. But, you know, as you can see, they killed a couple of smaller Rams. So you definitely got to be in shape. You definitely got to have some knowledge of what you're doing and go in and get after it in there. Cause it's a, uh, it's not the easiest hunt in the world and some help could definitely be uh, utilized there. It's worth noting that um, both hunts had non-residents that drew tags. So there was one non-resident that drew on the first hunt and two that drew on the second hunt. Uh, so definitely a focus of non-residents makes sense. It's right on the border of Utah. So got 13a it looks like a 132 inch five-year-old was shot there in 13a yeah and i'm not going to spend any time on 13a because that hunt's gone for this year so i mean we're going to move on to the okay. next one um you've got 13b north and in 13b north you had a 158 a 151 and a 163 yeah 13b north's always been a a favorite for some of the utah residents because it's right there out of St. George. So it gets a lot of attention from uh, non-residents. Produced big grams in the past, but it's really been struggling. Um, draw odds overall for a resident are not too bad because it just gets a huge impact of non-residents putting in there. And really, they can only draw one tag. So your odds are not bad if you're considering going up there. Last year, one non-resident did draw a tag in that unit, uh, but it's not a guarantee you know, for those non-residents. So uh, it's not a bad choice, but it, it's not the easy the hunt it once was. Yeah, I was talking to I did a podcast with Parker at Clay Bundy Outfitters, and he thinks there's still a, a few better Rams in there um, in 13B North. Um, but he said, you know, overall it's probably not what it used to be. Um, 13B South, it looks like seven uh, year old 158 inch Ram was killed there in in one tag. 13B South. Yeah, pretty average RAM for the unit. I mean, it, it, they it's tend to produce mid-150 to, to low-160 type sheep. Again, it's super rugged, super remote. Some homegrown knowledge like Parker and those guys from Clay Bundy are helpful in that unit if you're going to draw that tag. Gets, gets some attention from some non-residents. Um, 
and again, it's a one tag unit, so it's interesting. But some of those non-residents that are putting in are probably guys with lifetime licenses. But 107 non-residents put in for that that hunt last year. But you know, it's it's a tough hunt and for average rams. Next unit is 15A. It looks like there was a 10-year-old that scored 147. Great, great job on the age of that ram. Um, shooting an old ram. Hats off to them. 15A. Just doesn't typically produce much over 150. It has produced a few in that range. I'd tell you 147 ram out of that unit's a great ram. 10 years old is is impressive to kill a ram out of there like that. Um, you know, just a tough hunt for average sheep. 15B West really been struggling uh looks like the hunter killed a 116 inch five-year-old yeah that's uh that's pretty low for that unit uh, as far as size is concerned but again it's super remote type of unit not easily accessible and you're gonna have to spend some time digging around trying to find you know a better sheep in there and it's just it's a tough hunt Interesting, 15C uh, north and south combined into one unit, 15C of 148, nine-year-old. Yeah, so um, that split back to 15C north and 15C south again. So for this year, that's it, pretty pretty standard type sheet for that unit, man. I mean, you know, it's a... It's right at that 145 to 155. If you kill something over 155, I think you're doing really good, but it's a tough hunt. It's hard to see because 15C north and south used to be so good before the before the die-off. Um, we've got 15D north, kind of the crown jewel of the Nelson Eye. Uh, it looks like a 167, a 172, a 159, and a 152, ranging from 9 to 11 years old. Um, some some pretty decent rams there yeah i mean for the die-off and stuff that has gone through there it's it's still managed to hang on you know i mean uh it's definitely still producing some some rams that are solid you know and and it's it's you know it's a good unit up there you know if you're going to hunt that northwest part of the state for nelson eyes it's definitely a, and you want to do it kind of on your own it's definitely a unit worth looking at and considering if that's what you want to do now, Brian, on my sheet here, it does not list uh, 15D South, um, and I'm not—I haven't flipped back over to the other sheet. Is do they have it all in one unit? Um, all 15D. Yeah, it was all in one one year unit last year, and it's going to be all one unit again this year. Okay. Um, 16A. It looks like there was a 168 and a and a 160. Uh, let's see. A 160 and a 168 shot a nine-year-old and a six-year-old there in 16A. Yeah, again, um, you know, good unit. It's remote. It's rugged. I know you guys have had some experience in there, but those are great rams coming out of there, in my opinion. It's a, it's, it's a tough draw. It's, a, it's very remote. Um, it's a very tough it's, unit it's, to hunt. I mean, there's like six, seven different mountain chains. It's a long distance between um from one mountain range to the other tons of dirt road um you know pretty lonely out there it, it wouldn't surprise me every once in a while if a good one you know slips through the cracks there's not a ton of sheep but um uh, definitely a classic you know desert you know a nelson eye desert bighorn sheep hunt um there there are mexicana in there as well but it's mostly uh, nelson eye okay 18b uh, looks like you've got a 168 nine-year-old and a 170 ten-year-old. Two really solid rams. Yeah, I mean, 
I know it was a young hunter that drew one of those tags. Is for, uh, I'm friends with his dad, and I mean, they went in there and did a great job. It's a it's a good hunt. You know, it got a lot of attention the year that Jason Carter killed a big old ram in there. You know, so it definitely gets some attention for sure. But you, you you're gonna have to spend some time in there. But I, I still think it's a potential for a great a potentially great unit to kill a great ram. Next unit on the list is 22. Like I said, I spent the season in there last year in 22. It looks like there were two hunters. There was a no kill, uh, and the ram that was killed last year was 167 and 6 eighths. Says two year old on the rings, but obviously that's a typo. Um, if I remember right, he was a nine year old ram. But uh, like I said, 22 forever has been the crown jewel. Um, I did not see near as many sheep, near as many rams. Uh, it saw a few better than what we harvested uh, early on scouting, but um, the sheep really dispersed uh, last year and spread out. Um, would not be surprised if there's still a you know, hammer ram around or two, but um, definitely not what it used to be, say, um, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, and I think it's worth noting that with all the moisture we've had in Arizona, that unit has, you know, obviously surrounds itself around the lake. And a lot of these sheep hang out around the lake when it's super dry, obviously, to get water. But with all the moisture, they can venture into some super remote country and make it much more difficult to find big sheep in there. But it's still a unit that your guys with max points are going to apply for. I mean, it was definitely a targeted unit for max point holders last year. You had 17 people put in for that unit with max points last year. So I would avoid it. If, if, unless I would had Max and really wanted to hunt it. Yeah. Uh, 24B South, it looks like a 167 nine year old, a uh, 16 or a 174 eight year old, and a 170 nine year old shot there in 24B South. Yeah. That's the wilderness hunt, which is 6015, I think is the one you're going over. Yep. Is that right? Yep. So that's the wilderness hunt. Uh, they did good last year, you know, uh, definitely. I was kept in tab, kept tabs with the guy who killed the 170 ram. Um, you and I spent a bunch of time in there. I think it was in 2020, and uh, we struggled a little bit. But the last two years has produced some solid 170 ram. You know, definitely a tough tag not to look at if you're a max point holder. But interestingly enough, only only three guys applied for that tag last year with max points. Yeah, and I so would say I think that's a lot of tags for that wilderness. I think if they continue to have that amount of tags, we will see a decline in quality of rams. Not saying there won't always be a really good ram, but it's that's a lot of, in my opinion, that's a lot of rams to be coming out of there to, to maintain that. You know, we used to, you know, see 180 to 185 inch rams consistently in there, and I just think those days are over. Yeah, and it's got three tags again this year, so, I mean, we'll see see how that plays out. Then you've got uh, 24B North, which is probably my favorite unit in the whole state. They upped it to two tags, which I was not too thrilled with just because it seemed like every year you could go and get a 180-inch ram out of there. Um, the hunters did well, though. They, they got a 168, 7-year-old, and a 176, 6-year-old, which is... You know, you say 176, you know, six-year-old ram, that's that's what that area can do. The, the genetics right there, the feed right there off the lake, um, those rams can get really big. I do worry that the age class 
taking two Rams out of there, you know, it, it, it's going to hurt the age class a little bit, but it's still, I think, probably one of the best units in the state. Yeah, according to Game and Fish stats, only one of the tags went to a guy with Max, but I would not be surprised if they both did. I know they had some issues with their draw report. I would avoid it unless you have 30-plus points, in my opinion. I know the 168 Hunter was guided by Sundowner, uh, and he had some uh, mobility issues there, but they did a good job and killed a good Ram, and I don't know the person who killed the 176. Then you've got uh, 24B South. It uh, looks like... Uh an eight-year-old 171 and a six-year-old 162 ram were shot there in 24b south and and again you know we used it to say 24b south and it, you would never even mention it unless it was over 178 179 inches and we're starting to kind of see the cream come off the top there yeah, again, it's worth noting that that unit was the most sought-after unit by guys with max points. So uh, according to my stats, both tags went to individuals with max points. It was the most sought-after permit. So again, unless you have max, don't even look at it. Unit 28, I uh, believe they've added some tags in there. 28 had a good season last year. Uh, 178, 8-year-old, and a 165, 11-year-old. One. Yeah, this is split in the two hunts this year, and there's I think there's four tags, so it definitely gives some opportunity. But it's a it's a good unit; they've been doing well in there. One thing to point out that 178 Ram um, was 37, 36, but he had 16 and an eighth um, bases, big old bases on that sucker. Okay, uh, 31, 32. This was kind of a real shining point last year. Uh, 178 year old, a 182 10 year old, and a 178 year old. Um, all beautiful rams. Uh, bases uh, looked like they were kind of in that uh, 15 to 15 and a quarter, uh, 15 and, and 3 eighths, 15 and 3 eighths, and then a 14 and 6 and, and 15 on bases. Yeah, you know, 31 32 is always hung around there with a, a solid ram. I mean, rarely does it not produce a 170 type sheep. Uh, it's worth noting that. The 182 hunter was guided by Shadow Valley, and then the one, one of the 170 rams was guided by Derringer. So they had some good, solid sheep knowledge in there, and they definitely, you know, turned turned over all the rocks and found the big rams. Yeah, um, 37A is the next unit, and they had a really good season in 37A. You've already mentioned that a 167, a 164, a 171, 174, a 171, and a 169. Really, really good. Uh, results there last year yeah absolutely uh for sure it was good results and you know a couple of those hunters were guided uh, shadow valley again and sundowner I, I think what's interesting to me looking at the stats jay is that the hunt that had the most applicants apply for it was the third hunt which is kind of interesting because i mean i think the, the the common thought is is that you know apply for the third hunt because less people will apply for it because they don't want to be last but that hunt had 1,618 applicants, which is almost double the number of applicants that the first hunt had. Yeah, I mean, that's the total opposite of what you would think. So it had to be the psychology of, of the guys thinking, I'm just going to put in for that third hunt and slide in. The, the reality is their odds were twice as bad. Correct, which is very interesting and something you know worth paying attention to. Okay, 37B, it looks like a 165 six-year-old and a 153 seven-year-old. Uh, 
Yeah, so this hunt's been cut to one tag. Um, obviously, it got a lot of attention when they killed a giant ram back in 2020, I believe it was, in there. Um, but it's been cut to one tag. It can be a good hunt. It's nice to be the only person hunting in the unit. It's produced good ram, but obviously they're concerned about the sheath number, so they've cut it back. Um, again, if you're a non-resident, avoid it because there's only one tag this year. But uh, I think there's better rams there than, than what were harvested. Um, so I'm happy to see them cut it back to one because um, that's another unit that you know can produce 180 inch sheep if they'll just let them grow a little bit. Agreed. Uh, 39 East, a seven-year-old 164. Yeah, 39 East um, is definitely a unit that can be hit or miss. It's dependent on the hunter and the quality of the hunter. So, I mean, it's not the easiest thing. There were two tags in there, but my report only shows one hunter killing. So, uh, I don't know if there's another one that killed or didn't kill. But it's 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 a hunt that you I think you can find a big ram. Um it's, it's not going to be easy, but you can definitely go in there and work at it. And it has produced big rams in the last five years. Yeah. And it, it also is in with walking distance from 24. And sometimes when those rams just go on a walkabout, they can end up over there in the, you know, picket post over in the mineral mountains over there. Um, so it's, it's definitely, uh, kind of a sleeper, uh, 39 West of 159, six-year-old and a 135, six-year-old, I believe there's better Rams um, than what came out of there last year in 39 West. It's always been a pretty solid unit. Yeah, I mean, it's a unit that's very conducive of the, the hunter. You know what I mean? So it depend, it's dependent on what hunter's in there because it, it's produced good Rams. It's another unit that the right hunter with the right mentality spending the right amount of time in there can definitely, definitely do some damage. You got 40A, 35-inch uh, RAM, 14-inch bases, 9-year-old, uh, 166 and 5 eighths, uh, solid RAM out of 40A. Yeah, this you know this unit's been cut to one tag this year, so I mean it's it's not eligible for non-residents. Obviously, actually, you know what? I, should, I take that back. It was one tag last year, also, so it's not eligible for non-residents. It has the potential to produce a better RAM than 166, but. Um, you know, it's just some really kind of low rolling type sheep country with lots of trees and stuff in it. So it's not like you can just sit back from five miles away and look over the whole country. Brian, on my um, next is 40B, but there's, you know, the Gila's, the Tanaha Altas. I'll let you go through each one so I don't um, mess yeah, that no up. Yeah, no problems. So the first one is 40B Gila. Uh, you had four tags in there, which is 155, 132, 151, and 176. I happened to know the guy who killed the 176 and it was a ram that they had uh, found the year before. He was being helped by Shane Corey, who's a friend of his, and Shane had some intimate knowledge of that ram, and so they were able to kill that ram. Generally speaking, though, I mean, that unit produces a 170-plus ram, or it has for the last four years in a row. So they're definitely there. Uh, you're just going to have to dig them out. It's, it's, it's pretty remote country and pretty just kind of desolate country. But it's got those big red horned sheep there, and uh, those guys were able to drum him up and get him killed. But as you can see, I mean, that wasn't the average type sheep from last year. But it's it's continued to produce a, at least one 170 ramp for the last four years. Next unit. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Nope. So 40B Copper Mohawks is the next unit. You had a 157 and a 157 that were killed. You know, the Copper Mohawks is a unit that are fun to hunt. I've known a lot of guys that have hunted it. It just continues to kind of 
struggle to produce a really, really good RAM. And it's worth noting, I didn't mention it on the 40B Gila, but the, the 40B Gila is now has six tags in it, which was the hunt I was talking about before. It's three and three, so that's going to be interesting. I like the split structure, but adding two more tags is going to be very interesting. And the Copper Mohawks now has four tags in it in a split hunt structure. Again, going to be kind of interesting. It gives you some more opportunity to hunt um, the country, and you know, you're know you still only going to have two hunters in there, but it's going to take the right person to get in there and get after it. The next one is the 40B Tanahas, and you had a 167 and a 159 and a half. Again, this one has added two more tags. It's a split hunt structure, so you'll have one hunt with two tags, one hunt with two tags. Again, a unit that has produced 170-type sheep in the three out of the last four years. So you get the right hunter in there, the right opportunity. I, I think that you can um, you can do pretty well in there if you get the right person in there. The next hunt is the Eagle Tails, 41 East. Last year there were two tags. There was a 169-year-old and a 174-9-year-old. I believe they've added a tag for the Eagle Tails, making it three this year. Yeah, so... Um, Eagle tail is really dependent on the right person and the right hunter. It does have an extra tag. Uh, the big ram that was killed out of there last year was killed by Eric Hunt and his crew. Um, and, it, you know, obviously Eric knows that country pretty well, so they have some intimate knowledge there. I like the Eagle Tails. I think it's a unit worth looking into, uh, especially if, if you, you know, you've got the right time frame and you're able to put some effort into it. Uh, next unit, 41 West. I believe they all have also added Hunt there. There's a 163 7-year-old and a 165 9-year-old last year. Yeah, so 41 West, super interesting this year, man. It, it's going to go to six tags, two hunts of three tags each. And so that's 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 a be huge very, increase. Very... I mean, how in the world can they go from two to six? I'm sorry, but that, I mean... I know they yeah. go off of the survey of class three and four Rams, but that seems like a knee jerk, like from, and I'm speaking, yeah. a, you know, this is just me speaking. So Brian doesn't take any heat for this, but two to six, <laughs> come on. I mean, come on. I mean, it definitely seems like a huge increase. It seems like, why, why wouldn't you just go two and two and see how it works rather than jump all the way to six. But I mean, again, the game of fish has obviously changed their mentality on provide on what they want to be harvesting and the opportunity they want to provide. So we'll see how it plays out. I mean, I still think you should put in for it if you're interested in that. I still think you can kill a 170 type sheep in there. Um, and it gives you some more opportunities and places to hunt. So, you know, we don't set the hunt structures they do, but I, I definitely, if you're looking for a RAM, you know, 165 plus and potentially breaking that 170, it's definitely a unit worth considering. Next unit's 42, uh, 169, 9-year-old, and a 178, 7-year-old. Interesting to note that the one ram had 14 and 3 bases. The, the, the 178 ram had 16 and 3 and 16 and a half inch bases. It's pretty unbelievable to have two rams come out of the same unit and have 2-inch base difference. Um, that will mess with your mind as trying to field judge for sure. Two great yeah, rams out of 42, though. I saw pictures of the big ram, and he's a freaking giant. So, I mean, that guy did a great job. Killed an absolute stomper of a ram. Um, you know, 42 has kind of had its ups and downs. You know, seven, eight years ago, it was on fire. Went, uh, it's kind of slow. Went to one tag, bit. I believe, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it did go to one tag. Uh, it's kind of 
picked up a little bit. It's you know we'll see what we'll see what it does this year for sure. Forty three a um, a thirty eight inch thirty seven horn uh, fourteen and six bases eight year old one seventy really solid ram. I think they've added a tag now. It's open to non residents there in forty three a. Uh, I've spent quite a bit of time in 43A. It's a pretty neat unit. I think two will feel two hunters will feel a little congested in there, um, but I I have a good feeling that two you know solid rams will be shot in 43A. But it it will feel a little congested in my opinion. Yeah, I mean it's been a consistent 170 type unit for sure, um, and you know two hunters have to work through it, but I mean. It, it's produced it it's probably one of those i mean i don't you, you try a one tag increase it, i don't think it's the end all be all it's worth trying it on small increments and see what happens unlike you know the one we're talking about where they went from two to six but uh definitely definitely a good unit it's over there kind of on the, the california border 43b a uh, bunch of really good rams a 177 10 year old 168 year old 142 7 year old 158 9 year old 163 7 year old a 175 sounds like a beautiful ram uh nine year old uh 172 eight year old and a 165 i think i think they've gone to four and four um on that in a split structure yeah, it's always had a lot of tags in it. It's it's always managed to produce a couple of really good rams. I would say last year was slightly better than average as far as the quality, but I mean the quality of hunters were good. Uh, I know the individual who killed the 177, he shot it with a bow. He's a phenomenal hunter, did a great job, and just grinded it out. Um, I know the 175 hunter was guided by ADO crew. So, I mean, it's a, a big unit with a lot of sheep. And it helps to have either someone who's got some good knowledge of, of sheep with you or hire someone. Um, it's going to take some time, though. Most of those hunters spent some time in there to kill the rams they killed. It was not just like, hey, we're going to go kill the ram. They really, really spent some time in there and, and made it happen. 44A East, um, one really big ram and one real solid ram, an 8-year-old 180. Um, had 15 and a quarter inch bases and a seven-year-old 166. Two really good rams out of 44A East. I would say way above average. If you go back the last 10, 15 years, um, they did really well in there last year. Yeah, uh, the 180 ram was killed by Benny Aha. And I mean, he had some help from some guys that really knew the country. And he knows it and is a hard hunter. So, I mean, he really grinded it out and killed a great ram, which is awesome. Um, and that hunt, I believe is gone for, no, it's not that one. It's the next hunt that's gone. 44A West is gone for next year. Sorry. Yeah. 44A West, um, a real nice, you know, seven-year-old 168 Ram was killed, but I've just heard from several reports that the sheep numbers are so bad, um, that they just took away that hunt. Um, next unit is 44B North, uh, two Rams. Uh, let's see, 163, 162 and a 161, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but two tags. And then there were several in 44B South, the, the 44B North, um, again, years of, of having it up at four tags, then at three tags, I think, it, you know, took the cream right off the top. It wouldn't surprise me if there's one or two better rams than what were harvested there. That's always been kind of the crown jewel of, 
of um, western deserts but um, last year was just kind of mediocre results um, great rams but just um, not what that unit's known for yeah it's not uh, that unit struggled. i mean it's probably one of the ones we've seen kind of fall off the most but you know it's hard to say because the year before that they killed 172 or 180 and 179 so i mean is it just the hunters that were in there or is it you know i know the one hunter spent a lot of days in there getting after it and doing everything they could to try and kill a ram and then you know they did but it just didn't didn't pan out you know exactly the way they wanted yeah and then you've got 44b south you've got a 156 10 year old a 168 eight year old a 161 eight year old um i believe three tags there um in 44b south yep and um I think that's that's a four tag unit this year, so that's going to be super interesting in there. I know you've had some uh, experiences in there. I mean, it's been a unit that's produced good rams, uh, but it's going to be interesting with four hunters. And you know, is it a split uh, structure or all four at the no, same time? No, it's all at once. Yeah, it's really, really. That's a. It's going to be really clogged up. If I drew that tag, I would consider possibly just giving it a couple weeks and then just hunting the last part of December. Um, you know you're gonna you're gonna have people on top of people that's that's a lot of people for that unit um that unit was really coming on it, it had gotten a big break and then they had shot some really nice rams and now um just upping the tags and i think we'll just level that out it wouldn't surprise me if a couple good rams get killed but just way too many tags in my opinion yep uh, 45A, Brian, uh, 45A, it looks like a one, uh, let's see, there's a bunch of tags here. There's 160 and an eighth, 157, 176, 169, uh, cause you've got split hunt structures. So those are your first hunters in there. And then you've got 160, 165, 153, 150. So, I mean, you had a lot of good sheep killed uh, again it's a lot of freaking hunters in there and it's going to continue for this next year so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how long you know these hunters these hunts can hold on but i mean you had eight tags in that unit they killed eight rams in that unit so it'll be we're, it's going to be very interesting to see kind of the dynamics of how that all plays out yeah, uh, 45B, the next uh, hunt, you've got a 158, a 169, a 167, a 168, a 146. And, oh, yeah, Again, uh, you know, yeah, again, the Kofas, you know, are coming on strong. I think they killed, the, they also killed a 177.5. That rammed out of there, too. I don't know if you mentioned that one. But that, again, was guided uh, by Eric's crew and them. I so think they, that's in C, according to my... 45c uh, yep you're right i'm looking at the sheet i didn't have it split up my bad but yeah so all those 45b rams kill some good ones i mean a couple of you know High a couple 60s. rams right there at boone and crockett minimum i mean it's definitely going to be an, a hunt that you can spend some time in and have a good experience it's a, it's going to be a bunch of tags in there again this year you know i mean it's a split hunt structure you've got five tags so at least it's a split structure but it's Kofas, you know, were the crown jewel back in the mid to late 90s, and, and they, they're definitely coming back, I think, because they did, you know, the mountain lion management and population management would deal with lions and stuff like that. The issue you're going to see is that how long can it sustain that many tags? I mean, it's it's pretty interesting to see that many tags being hunted in there. 
Yeah, and you jumped to 45C, and like you said, there were two really good Rams, a 177 and a 181 um, shot out of there, and then kind of a smattering of, you know, kind of mid-60s um, there in 45C, but, you know, definitely, you know, good age on them. It looks like seven- to nine-year-old type Rams. Um, and, and then but it's again, a, it, go ahead. it's going from freaking five tags to nine. Yeah. So there's nine tags in there this year. Um, and last year there was a total of five. So, I mean, you almost have a hundred percent increase in tags. It's crazy to see, to see something like that, but that's what they're doing in there. I mean, I have, I had my own tag in there in 97. It was a lot different. I was a lot different type of hunter. It's some remote country. There's definitely some country where you can get away from people and get into some, you know, good country with some potential for a big Ram. So, I mean, it's obviously coming back, but we'll see how it holds with nine hunters in there. 46A East, it looks like a eight-year-old 167 was, was harvested there. Yep. Um, again, that's a, that's a unit that I have hunted myself. Um, it's a very, very desolate remote country for, to say the least. Um, but it's produced good rams over the years. Actually, I, uh, last year it was a two-tag unit. This year it was, I believe, a one-tag unit. But last yep. year they killed a 177 in there, so I got a little bit more attention. Um, it's it's remote. Uh, have some good friends that can help you because it's not uh, the easiest place in the world to hunt, and it's going to continue to be a one-tag unit, so non-residents stay away. 46A West, uh, six-year-old, 160. It's also desolate. Um what what do you know about 46a west again a unit that can produce good rams but it's been it's dependent on the hunter um uh it's a tough hunt so you better better bring your a game and you better freaking be ready because it ain't gonna be easy 46b east a 154 a giant 181 161 and a 155 the 181 is really out of character for that unit but it's because it's so remote, you know, it has has the potential for a big ram, and obviously that guy found the big ram. And the other scores, I would say, are more kind of conducive or indicative of what that unit kind of produces for the general person. Yeah, for, I've, I've spent time in 46B East. It is remote. It is rugged. Uh, you're doing a lot of walking, getting into the country. Um, I know those guys did had some luck on their side to kill that 181, but congratulations to them. Uh, it was, I know Sundowner was guiding that guy, but it was not, they, they had some luck working their side to get him killed. But, you know, we take that when it comes. And so it's, it's one of the units that has kind of the better draw odds because of how rugged and freaking remote it is. So if you're, if you're willing to spend a bunch of time and you're in great physical shape and you're like, you know what, I don't care, I'm going to try it. And you want to have a chance at a unit that could produce a bomber then it's, it might be your unit. 46B West, so the west side, Cabeza Prieta, a 157, a 159, a 122, a 157, a 162, 10-year-old, a 165, 8-year-old, and a 165, 8-year-old, and a 172, 9-year-old. Some really solid rams out of the west side. Yeah, so it's a split hunt structure, just like it was. Four tags and four tags. It's going to stay that way. I like 46B West. I spent some time in there. We killed a 176 in there. Um, definitely a remote-type rugged hunt, but with the right group of friends, man, you can go in and have a great time. Um, 
it's again rugged and remote but you can go in and have just a really really good time and great experiences in there and, and hunt that stuff and again the draws are not terrible because it's super remote country so if you're looking to draw a tag uh, might be something worth considering okay then we hop into the rockies um looks like we have four uh unit one tags a 170 and a 181 a 177 and a 177 yeah, so the first two tags is the first hunt, and it's uh, 170, 180, uh, Obviously, 181 is a great ram, a six-year-old ram, according to this. I mean, that's that's crazy. Um, it's a it's a good hunt, you know, but it's it's definitely something that gets a lot of focus from guys with uh, max max points. And last year, I believe it was drawn in the in the, the max. Uh, unit 6A, two rams were killed, a 171 and a 172. Um, it's just hard hard for me to even say those numbers, Brian, compared to what 6A used to be in the rams that it was producing. And, you know, it go back yeah. to, you know, throwing in that many tags. You just suck the age class off. And here we had one of the best, you know, 180-inch ram producing units in the state and, you know, barely scratch out a 170 ram. Um, we were in there the year before and it was just hard to see. And I kept thinking I was missing something. Um, it's just hard to see those beautiful big rams and then they're just gone because we shoot too many of them. But hopefully, hopefully with two tags, maybe it'll rebound a little bit. Well, 6A has three tags again this year, so it's not two tags. So it's, it's, it's back to three tags this year. So Lovely. Uh, something to be a... You know, 6A is one of those units where, like, the sheep are fairly easy to find and see. So it's just a matter of figuring out how to navigate killing them. And I think that's why you've seen some of these numbers decline. But, you know, if, if you're looking for a unit where you can spend some time looking at sheep, you're not overly concerned about killing the biggest ram in the world. And, you know, if you really want to kill a ram with your bow, 6A is a great unit. I think almost half the sheep that have, I shouldn't say that probably a third of the sheep killed in six, a been killed with a bow. It's very bow hunter friendly. Um, but it's not producing. It's very difficult to push that one, that one seventy mark. 22 North, which used to be combined. It used to be six a and 22 North. They made it its own unit. Um, and it looks like a one seventy six and a one sixty seven, both eight year olds. Um, real pockety kind of tough terrain you know there is some real remote country again um you know creating opportunity for folks you know guys getting great rams um i still think there's a better ram or two in 22 north um if you can get yeah. into some of that real remote stuff you know there's a chance there's i think there's better rams than what came out of there but um, you know, I don't know how long it can sustain, you know, two tags. Well, it's three tags and it was three tags last year, but they only killed two Rams. So, so they went two for three and they decided to add a tag. That makes a lot of sense. To well, me. they didn't add a tag. They just stayed at three. So they went two for three and six a and two for three and 22 North last year, both had uh, three tags, 22 North is going to maintain three tags. The one thing I can say about 22 North is that there is a lot of country that your average and above average person is never going to access. So it is not unlike 6A where you can kind of drive to the edge of the canyon, minimal hike to go look at a bunch of country and 
probably see sheep. There is some country in 22 North that is going to take the right person to really get after it and get in there. It's, it can be very, very physical. It is not going to be uh, an easy hunt by any means. Then you had a slammer come out of the next unit, 23. There were, there were two rams killed in 23. Uh, one was a 191-inch 10-year-old, uh, 16 and an eighth inch bases, 41 long, 38 on the short side. Uh, then a 33 by, looks like 38, so it looks like he had a broken horn, um, 11-year-old, 165, but it looks like he broke four or five inches off of his horn, so probably a mid, low to mid-70s ram, two really nice rams in Unit 23. Yeah, the 191 ram is obviously an exceptional sheep. I mean, the, the biggest ram in the unit before up to that had been 173, so I mean, you're talking almost 20 inches bigger. Uh, that guy was guided by A3. You know, they killed a slammer. I know someone who was there. It just happened to work out, turned him up, and got him killed. And so, I mean, obviously in any of those countries, if you've ever been in 23, you know, any of those countries that are super remote, super rugged, that have difficult access, I mean, it takes the right ram just to kind of move into the right country. And, bam, he's there, and, and you got a chance at such a such a giant sheep. So, I mean, it's not – don't think that someone's going to kill a 191 in there again this year because that's not likely. Um but uh, it's definitely a unit to consider. Again, it, it has two tags, but don't be surprised if guys with max points are honed in on that sucker because I see that it got killed by a, a, or the hunter killed a 191. Yeah, it looks like three tags in 27 last year, a 161, a 165, and a 167. Yep, so 27, they kind of got this a little... Um, Shankity. I, I, well, yeah, what you're looking at is a little different, so I'll go over it for it. But so the first, the first hunt is 27 itself, and and there was uh, two tags in it, which is hold on, I'm pulling it up right now just to make sure. But um, so the first, the first hunt is the upper blue area of 27, which had two two tags in it, and you saw, you know, that they killed the two rams in there that you just mentioned. The that upper blue hunt for this year is going to one tag, so it won't be eligible for non-residents. Pretty rugged hunt. I mean, it's produced rams in the past, but it's not easy. Um, definitely takes the right person to get in there and spend some time, you know, looking after those sheep and, and, and getting in there to kill a ram. So I'll go to the next two, Jay, just because yep. I know what you're looking at, the sheet-wise. So 27 south, 28 north, first hunt. Um, it's a three tag hunt. There were three tags in there last year. The three hunters killed a 167, a 171, and a 161. Um, it, it's a good hunt, always for 170 type sheep. Uh, tends to get some attention from the max point holders. Uh, nobody drew a tag. I shouldn't say that. A couple guys drew tags in the max last year. Half of them actually went to the max point holders. The second hunt seems to be the hunt that produces better rams. Uh, traditionally and it looks like this year it kind of was the same way you got a 176 a 176 and a 162 if i'm reading it right yeah mm -hmm. and so i know that at least one of those hunters was guided by derringer i'm just not sure which hunt and so you know it should it, it's it's worth noting that almost half of the rocky hunters end up being guided by somebody um in that country so it's just kind of funny how that works out um that kind of covers all of the draw tags that we talked about, I, I will talk about, you know, the raffle hunter last year killed a 165 and 13B 
um, you had a auction Rocky Hunter that killed a 184. That was guided uh, by with, Justin Earhart of Premium Hunts. Yep. And then you had an, the other Rocky Hunter um, with an auction tag that had carried over, killed a 174, which was guided by Derringer. So, I mean, some good good Rockies were killed, you know, for sure. It, it's just, you know, the hardest thing is just get a tag. Rockies are the most difficult sheep uh, by far to get a tag for in the world. They're just the, the least number of permits offered, so it's very hard to get a permit. So, uh, just got to hope to get lucky. Well, that's a pretty good breakdown there of the desert and the Rocky and and. You know, I, obviously, I'm a little bit alarmed with the amount of tag increases. I think it's we're going to see an effect over the next couple of years on quality of rams. Um, you know, I could be wrong. I could be right. I don't know. I have my opinion. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Um, it is nice that, you know, guys are going to get some opportunity to draw some tags this year. I just hope that, um, you know, that we stay wet and don't bounce back into another drought. And, it you know, some of these... You know, definitely the the six and two that bothers me. It seems like way too big of an increase, but we've already covered that. Um, but it's exciting because last year, you know, five rams over 180 inches and a bunch of what do you say, 30, 33 or 34 rams over book. Um, that's that's yep, pretty darn good. And and I just hope we can keep the age class and quality up in Arizona. And, um, you know, maybe the game and fish will really watch it. And when they, some of these tags that are, you know, four to six tag, you know, or splits, you know, four and four, that if they see a decline that they'll, they'll bounce back. One of the hard parts is I think sometimes when you give the public a, a four and a four or a three and a three, it's hard to pull the tags away from them, um, without getting the opposite, you know, people on the side of the spectrum that I'm on and they're complaining there's not enough opportunity. So um anything else you want to cover there brian no uh i mean obviously good luck to everybody who puts in if anyone has any questions for me i mean feel free to shoot me an email i'm also on instagram or or facebook but my email is just brian.rimza at hotmail.com and b rimza is my handle typically on instagram or or facebook and so i'll try to get back to any questions that anybody uh, may have and you know i hope that it helps someone draw a tag this year and good luck to you well buddy i really appreciate you coming on and um, sharing with us um guys i appreciate you listening i probably got i don't know 50 or 60 requests in the last seven to ten days about this podcast and um it's always nice to know that people are out there still listening um want to thank the sponsors of the podcast go hunt dot com um, guys right now they're having their memorial day sale go on the, the gear shop there at go hunt a lot of stuff 50 percent off they're also having their memorial 50 um, if you use that code you're going to be able to get the explorer maps 50 bucks you get 50 back in gear shop points so it's really you get the maps for free um, want to thank go hunt for their sponsorship they've been with me since 2015 kuyu uh, kuyu ultralight hunting kuyu.com you can go to kuiu.com that's where i um, get all of my ultralight hunting gear, the best ultralight hunting gear on the market. Uh, Lathrop and Sons boots if you guys need your feet to be 3D mapped. Um, custom boots if you want um, custom Synergy footbeds. Um, I've been wearing those Lathrop and Sons boots um, since last sheep season and just really, really, really like those boots. Uh, go to Lathrop and Sons 
www.jscott.com. Uh, phone scope, use the jscott23 promo code, you're going to get a 10% discount. And then Apex Ammunition, um, used the Tungsten Super Shot uh, during the Gould's Turkey Hunt this year, and I've used it the last five years, and it's just incredible loads. Um, guys, thanks for all your support. You can reach me at jscottoutdoors uh, at gmail.com with an email. You can also follow along my Instagram account uh, at jscottoutdoors. Brian, it's always great having you pour over the numbers, and um, you know you do a really good job breaking everything down, so I appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Jay. I hope you have a good day, and uh, hopefully maybe we'll draw a tag this year. Yeah, got 27 points, I think, 26, 27 points, so I'm, I'm gaining on it. Um, so we'll see. All right, sounds good, buddy. All right, take care. God bless.